0: hello and welcome to the screenplay writers podcast we are the screenplay writers Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. I am Ryan Abbott.
1: My name is Nathan Hare.
0: And we are Screenplay Writers. And I am also, uh, this is Ryan speaking, a freelance podcast music producer. So if you need music for your podcast and you like what you hear on this one, which uh, so far a lot of people are saying they do, feel free to drop me a line. We could talk. I can put something together. But today, we're going to be talking about screenplays, as always, because that's what we do pretty much 25, 20 hours a day, five days a week, me and Nathan, chit-chat about screenplays. We write them, we read them, we love them, and that's why we put together this podcast. But first, let's just uh, dive into what we love to talk about. Nathan, have you seen any good movies lately?
1: Um, I have been. I'm about to move, so I've been packing. Oh, okay. So I've been, I've been busy for sure.
0: Yeah. No. Um. I I get that. Plus it's spring summer. You know. Yeah, sometimes it's not really hot, movie season. It's not. No, you don't. I don't really feel like watching a lot of movies right now. Um, but I get it. Where are you moving to?
1: I'm. I'm. Cross town. Yeah. It actually is gotcha. all the way across town, which which kind of sucks. What's but my, your my boxes place, strategy? My my boxes strategy is, uh, I used well, I tried to go to a liquor store because I heard that yeah. they, sometimes they have boxes lying around. They but usually do. They pretty they sturdy too. They didn't have any oh. um, this time around, so I actually had to buy some. You can buy these moving kits, right. which come with tape, boxes, uh, a sharpie, so bubble can, wrap. Yeah, bubble wrap. Um. That's a good and idea. That's a good idea. I don't have. I honestly don't have much stuff, so it's it's it hasn't been too Not tricky. Too the only problem is I have this. My uh, my desk is like made of solid oak. It's very heavy, Ooh. so I'm a little bit worried. Worried about putting that guy. in uh, take it apart, the truck, yeah, piece by piece, yeah.
0: I'd love to help, but uh oh, crap! I have got a thing that day.
1: Yeah, remember you told me that.
0: Anyway, today's episode is all about dialogue. And that's just, uh, we've both been looking forward to this episode for a long time. We planned out our first 55 episodes and we both circled this one. I know it is because in our calendars, our calendars, we said, can't wait to talk about this one because we're both dialogue guys. Yeah. In some
1: ways it's like, it's almost a meta thing because, uh, podcasts, it's almost like just dialogue improv. That's true.
0: What do you think a podcast is? But dialogue. Yeah. Uh, banter, back and forth, and that's what many great movies have um, themselves, is excellent dialogue, and let's just say it's not easy.
1: Yeah, I think it is one of those things that people think it's easy because talking is relatively easy.
0: Some find it hard, some find it easy. I guess if you have
1: some sort of social anxiety, it might be, might be tougher, but for the... Most people I would say that you know having a holding a conversation is a, is a relatively simple task it's true, but then inventing a conversation and trying to make it sound natural that's and normal the that's hard part the tough part for
0: some and some, some. find it ridiculously easy, easy. <laughs> <You over laughs> and <here>. well <laughs> thanks you know I didn't want to say it, but I do let's just say I really enjoy it, yeah. Uh, because for me, talking is one of the joys of life. Talking to people, small talk, big talk, important conversations. I like it all. People who know me know that there's nothing I like better than grabbing a coffee. Okay. Having a chit chat on the phone, even on text. Um, I just like to chat with people. I like to go back and forth. What's new? What's old? You know, talk to me so dialogue me
1: on the other hand i well i do struggle a little bit more with that sort of thing but
0: you you struggle in person i will just say but on paper you have one of the best dialogue um writing approaches that of anyone i've ever met oh thank you yeah no that's and that's why partly why I we're talking about it, it. today
1: yeah.
0: yeah so when you think about dialogue we both immediately go you know, Woody Allen, okay? Because yeah. the guy peppers his movies with talking. Um, it's back and forth. It's almost Aaron Sorkin'y Yeah, it is interesting. How much chit-chat there is in his movies, yeah. Woody Allen. And it's funny, okay? It's funny. Yeah, people. and
1: that is something where it's like, you can make your dialogue funny. It doesn't always have to be just details about what's going on in the movie right. with the plot. You can add some stuff in there and say, like, well, was there any real reason to include that? no but it's because it's funny exactly yeah it sometimes keeps, you want to provoke what yeah.
0: i call provoke laughter yeah which is a line that ends on a surprising note that makes people chuckle
1: it's an intentional jab at the audience to say okay here's a laugh
0: yeah are you paying attention yeah because if you laugh at this you will you will Maybe. be have been paying attention and that's a reward to the audience Okay, the laughter is the reward. And it doesn't even just have to be in a quote-unquote... treats for a dog. Treats, yeah, treats. It doesn't even have to be quote-unquote in a comedy movie, okay? How many science fiction movies have you seen where there's a hilarious moment of dialogue that brings joy to the audience? In fact, you set up the tension in one of these sci-fi movies or what we have patented the term drillers dramedy thrill dramatic thrillers yes uh you know in a driller you want to raise the tension and then you want to poke it like a poking a balloon with a hilarious line of dialogue and that's how you win awards
1: and a lot of these movies too like woody allen um it's they're comedies but they also have some dramatic elements to them as well. They're yeah, not just pure zany goofball stuff. You Poignant. Can, yeah. You have some moments of real emotion where you kind of look you go, feeling. Yeah. that I, I felt something there.
0: Yeah. You want some emotion you want to draw that out and it, in some ways it can be the opposite of a comedy where or sorry the opposite of a draw a driller. So in right. a comedy you're Keeping a low level of emotion, and then you whack them with something real serious, like a car crash, death Suicide. something like that heart attack, and break boy does yeah break up, boy, does that ever change the tone of the theater? Let me tell you it does
1: gasps the other thing is if you do want natural dialogue um, you can actually. A lot of times when we're working or when I'm working, I'll listen in on people's conversations and I'll hear Mm, little snippets of what they're saying. And that'd be good for a dialogue. Oftentimes, too, I'll go to the emergency room and sit there with a laptop and just kind of observe because you get a lot of those true-to-life conversations happening right in front of your eyes and ears.
0: That's a great idea, which is why I I always uh, bring around a voice recorder with me. You can use your iPhone, but it's even better to have a smaller one, smaller voice recorder so that people aren't, you know, put off by the fact that you're holding up an iPhone in their face because people don't recognize what a little voice recorder looks like. But you record it, bring it home, transcribe it, and just pull out bits and throw them in your movie. No one will notice. I swear I've done it a dozen times. Nathan's probably done it two or three times. I, I've at least done it as much as you. I've but. done it a dozen, probably a dozen times, dozen and a half. Okay. But dialogue's so important. If anything, you know, you could build a whole movie around a snippet of dialogue. I know some novelists do it, uh, quote-unquote novelists.
1: Jonathan Franzen probably does something like that.
0: Yeah, Franzen would do that. But successfully, not sure. But in a screenplay, you can really make it sing because people talking to each other is visually, also visually gripping. Because everyone's been there. Okay, we've all talked to each other. It's relatable.
1: It is inherently relatable. It's
0: relatable. So. Yeah. All right. Got to do it.
1: Let's move on to script surgery. Script surgery. Well, we absolutely um, take apart a research. to shreds. Jokes. And uh, build it back up. Build it back up from the ground up. Yeah.
0: Story. Today on Script Surgery, we're going to talk about Lilo Mm -hmm. and Stitch. A fantastic movie, I think originally from 2002. It is Um, a Disney one, isn't it? It's a Disney. I think the 42nd uh, Disney movie ever created. I just read that on Wikipedia. Um... But yeah, so script surgery second, with this one. For a one. second
1: there, I thought you said that it was forty seconds long. No, that's good to say. Yeah, in today's age of YouTube and Vine, boy,
0: would that be short? Yeah, it would be long good, for though, Vine movie though. That short. Long for Vine. Lilo and Stitch, though, um, Nathan, what would you do to this one to improve improve it?
1: I don't know. It was good because I feel like the aliens were funny. It's in Hawaii, which is tropical. It makes me think of the love beach. Love Hawaii, yeah, love shit. it. I haven't been
0: there the in beach, so long. yeah, sand, yep, surfing. Have you ever been surfing? Shave ice? No, I haven't. No, don't think I'd be able to stand up. Yeah. Uh, so what's the point? I'm not gonna lie on my stomach on a surfboard.
1: I have done that. And that's pretty fun, actually. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. It's worth a try. Yeah, but. but this movie is all about family, right? It's kind of right. a family flick. Yep, and I guess that's what Disney's known for.
0: All about. Yeah. So Did they do some
1: serious ones too?
0: They do. They do. Um, but Lilo and Stitch really brings a lot of great dialogue, a lot of great banter, um, and it's got a good flow to it. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's moving forward. It appeals to a wide range of uh, audience types with the dialogue. So it's great.
1: It's not afraid to be goofy. Oh. No, love it. Goofy. It's kind of funny because what, what Goofy's came a first? Character. Yeah. Did he, was it the word goofy or was...
0: I think the word. Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. All right. Now it's time for Logline Cage Match. So essentially with Logline Cage Match, if you're unfamiliar, we're essentially attempting to recreate a pitch meeting with studio execs, and we pitch each other movies, and no holds barred. No We holds gave each barred. other very constructive criticism yep. to say, what should we do with them? So yeah, you got one for me today, Ryan?
0: I sure do, and it's uh, tied nicely into the theme, I think, of dialogue, because this one's all about... Dialogue and talking, and uh, that's really going to propel the movie. So this one is a movie called JFKFC. JFK is found alive, working as the manager of a KFC restaurant in Cincinnati. He has amnesia because of the brain trauma he sustained, and all he can remember is the Colonel's secret recipe—nothing historic. that's the yeah. idea and it's so far yeah i've been working on it for a little while um I'm, I've, I've plotted out some of the key plot points reluctantly because i'm not the biggest plot guy
1: what well, do you think i don't, I Tell don't me. think you even need to plot out the plot look it seems like you have it down pretty pat and i'm really looking forward to reading this one and it's full glory yeah and i think right away i'm like you're going to get you're going to get millions from KFC for doing this idea. They're going to love it. I was going to tie it in. That's yeah, absolutely that was, perfect. Uh,
0: KFC was actually the where I got the idea first. Right. What what's a story you could do around KFC? Looked at the initials and right away, I thought JFK. Yeah,
1: and it's a good tie and it's good Right away, you get it. You're like, "Oh, okay, I see what this is." It's is JFK meets KFC. Yeah,
0: it's sort of like uh, it would be like Forrest Gump meets JFK. The movies, yeah. because because Forrest he Gump su- is a good one. He suffered a a severe brain injury, as we know, so he would let's just say, yeah, he would not be able to remember too much. Uh, so his dialogue would be a little bit um, stilted, Strained. but he's very, very warm, generous manager. Gives all his employees, you know, time off if they need it. For we could use you, that at you know, steam engine serious <laughs> events. Um, oh, could we ever, Debbie?
1: Yeah, jeez. Now we're just kidding, but it would. We be love nice Debbie. To, would be nice to get some more shifts off because I feel like I'm working all the time.
0: Yeah. Me too. But anyway, JFKFC, uh, it's been a real pleasure to write so far. And mostly the dialogue because, you know, it's it mostly takes place in a KFC kitchen. So the setting in the KFC kitchen is, is you know, it's set. It's right there. So it's really all about the characters and how they interact and how they talk and tone. And Sounds like a dialogue one, yeah. It's a dialogue-driven film. And... Uh, what can i say that's all we got on it yeah i love it right on all right well well,
1: that's the end of our show and you know thanks so much for listening and we really appreciate it
0: and as always please check us out listen to all the rest of the podcasts and uh listen to other podcasts listen to other podcasts too but come back to this one always and yeah, we are the screenplay writers. Thanks for listening as always. Keep your dialogue snappy. Keep writing.